planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death lineup. Hey, this is Trevor Sternad from the Black Dolly Murder here, and you're listening to the Ever Black Podcast. Hey, human scum, this is odorous from this is Wade from our last enemy. What a bunch of knickknacks you have there, sir. I do, yes. I'm uh, I have a whole room of yeah. craziness. Yeah, he man. Yeah. Um I found a really, really um rare like a toy store in hawaii not too long ago that had the craziest shit at reasonable prices all in its packages just like this giant empty toy store i uh, meaning no no customers and just like a tin box that said toys i'm like oh, i've got kids maybe they'll have toys and i'm like oh these are, these are toys um and they, but like i mean he had everything from like I, I couldn't I think of a toy and there was like all of all in the wrapper oh. still and shit. I should. Did you get anything? Was, I didn't. I didn't. Cause I was looking for like shit for two. I didn't, you know, stuff to yeah, take yeah. out of wrappers, not necessarily then. No, if you collect that stuff, it's kind of, you know, like he, we did some price comparison and he's like, like almost half that of your average person selling it, you know? Because you're a collector as well. I know you, you you collect taxidermy. Well, I had taxidermy and I had a collection of it, but I don't know that I collected it. Um, you know, like um, I uh, I have a lot of minerals. I don't know why the fuck I did that either. But uh, you know, like at some point, some at some point not too long ago, I was just like, I've got a collection of a lot of stuff and things, and I kind of got sick of. Uh, tripping over it or organizing or just worrying about it and things like so i'm trying to decollect um you know that's me my mind. hey that's me at the moment there's some stuff i just can't get rid of and i'm gonna i'm gonna say uh-huh. very very low because my wife's in the next room and she's like you gotta get rid of your stuff and i'm like oh, no i love it too much but uh <laughs> I didn't say that. I said more. But um, <laughs> Isaac, uh, mate, thanks for joining us on the show. And good morning from the arse end of the world, as I say, because that's where we are right oh, I'm a big fan of uh, Australia and, and actually in New Zealand. Well, we haven't seen you in a while. It's no, been- it's, kind of, it's a trip. Getting everyone on a plane at the right time and, and having it all line up. 
and not lose our shirts is uh, <laughs> it's a balancing act, man. It's a, yeah. I'm always surprised. I'm like, we're playing reasonably sized places. It's why, why is it not working? Because flying to Australia is expensive, Isaac, and flying your equipment to Australia is a fucking that's the thing. Yes, and stuff like that's where they get you. And you got lots of stuff too, you know. Yeah. You don't pack a lot. Right, we're gonna show up and just do acapella. It's like a, <laughs> be a barbershop quartet band, you know. You could do it. You know, you could do it, and I, people would be like losing their shit over it, which would be amazing. Of course, man, this new Modest Mouse album, The Golden Casket. I'm a massive yeah. fan, and I've been a fan for a very long time. So for us, when we're waiting for the album, we're like, we know it's gonna be good. And, uh, man, this one seemed to give you a little bit less grief than uh, Strangers to Ourselves. Is that right? Yeah, Strangers to Ourselves was um, – I was. we were talking about that yesterday. We were all practicing, get ready to go out on tour and stuff. Um, and I was just like, that That was a tedious fucking record. Mainly because, honestly, I, I just couldn't – I I knew what I wanted to be, and I think it was already that, but I couldn't believe in it. Something happened, so we just ended up spending, like – fucking over a year so just missing it over and over again and like producers like sit someone down at the console and they'd be next uh including myself i started by like i'm the producer i'm like next <laughs> um, so uh, that one was a nightmare this one it just kind of one thing that i didn't do is work on my schedule as much on this one and i think that was helpful you yeah know, i was just like okay i'm going i'm in here at this point these are the hours to do it and it's fucking expensive because initially we were going to record this record in my studio and that's just you know all the time in the world and i'll be running up the hill you know like up to my house every fucking an hour or so and then hang with my kids for two hours because you don't they don't they're sticky they won't can't can't get out the door yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so you know when worked at the guy dave sardi's place and um especially after a while i was just like very aware that the clock was ticking did you write a whole bunch of stuff for this album that got left off I mean, I know for the last yep. time. I just didn't, those songs I felt like still needed a little tweaking. So there's still some songs that I just was like, uh, maybe, maybe a, a few more days of work or so on this. And the record's fucking good without it. Let's just, let's just move, move on. You know, like I, I didn't want to make a record that was, had too much stuff on it. Cause I've, uh, I've largely made a career doing that. And sometimes I just feel like it's a bit, it's a bit overwhelming. In regards to the the tone of the album, I mean, it doesn't feel as dark as previous albums. Is that sort of reflection where you're sort of at at the moment? Well, I mean, I'm not trying to smile upside down or anything, but no, I mean, like, part of me's there and part of me, you know, part of me lives in the nightmare reality that we all have and shit. But, you know, like, when working on this record, you know, like, with what was going on in, you know, my neck of the woods, rioting, fucking daily like daily rides and uh you know like uh, obviously like death tolls rise and i, I kind of was just like uh, working on projecting a reality and things yeah, yeah. yeah? Like, uh, like uh you know i've got i've got babies and i kind of feel like if, if i can't find something something to be like no oh, shit this is doable and whatnot then and so i end up uh i end up maybe tricking myself into feeling too good about a bad situation if that makes any sense no that makes sense that makes sense but i mean you've written some stuff that some of the earlier material is there's, there's an a, a, some of it there's an anger and there's a sadness that that definitely helped me deal with my own throughout the years and i think not only that you've also got some stuff that that really hits hard emotionally on each album and there's tracks like little motel ocean breathe salty and on this one you've got laces shoes which is is a very personal song and can be relatable you know i'm a i'm a parent 
And that song just hit me really hard. Do you find those sort of songs are a little bit more difficult to write being from that personal perspective? They're easy to write, hard to put out there, you know? Like, because being just, you know, being honest with yourself or earnest, to, it's hard to not make it get too cute and whatnot. And that's, that's for sure, you know, like when you're singing about loving your kids. It's yeah. hard not to get too sad, saccharine and shit, you know. No, I think I think it's just that song in particular is just harder to actually like give to the public, you know. It's like, ah, this is kind of what is someone else going to do with this song about my kids, you know, and shit. But I think that there's, you know, that's that's in the writing. Make it everyone's. Yeah, and it's mate, it's it's very relatable. It's it's a very it's a beautiful song, man. And not only that i mean you've got a knack for dubbing vocals as well which i don't think anyone does the way you do i mean for instance i mean there's a parting of the sensory the end of that i think well that song in general i think is one of the greatest things ever put down on wax dude like <laughs> really nice of you man man that, like, is, that is not an often referenced song and it is i i'm i'm very proud of that song so thanks man i tried to replicate the end of that in a death metal song and oh, that's, couldn't that's nail it <laughs> yeah it's a hard one it, it, it's frantic or yeah what would you what, yeah there's a lot going on there uh don't don't plan on breathing doing it <laughs> i mean i love it i love the dubs but i mean you, you've you're known for it i mean you've done where do these ideas come from do they come from the initial oh i just let them fall out like they're usually like half the time when we're writing like like when we're writing music, it just comes from us playing and the lyrics are the same thing, you know, like half of it makes sense. And then I have to kind of piece it together out of on a monopoeic fucking like, what was that? What was going on there? It seems like the easiest place is just, I don't know, like it's kind of a blackout mode for me when, when playing music gets good. And um, sort of like speaking in tongues, I guess, just let it roll. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everyone knows about, you know, speaking in tongues. Everyone does it. Uh, <laughs> now you understand. Um, <laughs> it gets trancy, and that's kind of how that shit happens a lot of the time. Well, here's another thing. All right. Like, I'm a, I'm, I, I love my metal, and I know a lot of metal dudes love Modest Mouse, especially down here. There's definitely a crossover, and I don't know how it is over where you are. And I know Metallica love you guys, too, because you played that uh, Orion Festival years ago. So that was an odd show. Um, really? I, yeah, because like it, there was a there's a lot of middle aged Metallica fans just being like, "What is going on? Why this is not metal?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, it wasn't like you never want to be that thing in the way of uh, like we opened for Beyonce once and shit, and that was equally as fucking weird and whatnot, oh. because uh, apparently we don't have the same demographic and things. And I'm just, I'm just like, well, this is where pretty people go. And I just <laughs> go to get crushed by a, other just a mob of just everyone you know? like it's crazy what? see but down here i Crap. guarantee it'd be a different story altogether because i know yeah. so many dudes that are just like you i mentioned modest mouse in the same stuff as like cannibal corpse and they're like oh yeah like it's an unsaid thing have you heard of that over the, anywhere else not so much. I mean, like, well, yeah, actually, fucking, you know, Germany or like Europe and stuff does fine with this too. But America's really good at like compartmentalizing. Like, you're you're in a metal and you're into metal, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, story shit, which makes you know like a kind of nebulous band like ourselves a little hard to. It gets tricky because people want to know that they're with their crew, or their yeah, group, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and things. And like, yeah, I remember you know we used to have a bunch of like like kind of you know like train hop and crusty kids at our shows and stuff and whatnot 
and I think they had a meeting because then just one day they're just gone. Awesome. It was like it used to be a thing, and then I think it was just like, oh, wait, this isn't this isn't like Crescent Punk music. And I was like, oh, shit. you're prepping for this massive tour. It's a really big tour that's coming up. How's yeah. that going with everything going on, man? I know things are starting to open it up. I think it's gonna be fine. I mean, I'm not on that end. Like, you know, if you at this point, if you're vaccinated, you're invincible and shit. That's why I don't even look for going across the street anymore. I'm just like, oh, no. feeling good. I mean, things here are back to you know, like we we reached herd immunity in Portland, and so everything just kind of opened up and feels good i did go to the playground the other day and there was like a kid showed up just coughing like this crazy cough I was like, oh, I was like, i've not heard a cough on that on someone who wasn't smoking um and things. so i was like kids in the car i just picked them up and fucking ran away basically um because can't immune can't immunize the uh, toddlers yeah anyways uh about tour though I'm very happy to be going again, you know, like I have actually, I've been on my, I've literally been on my management's cases. Like when can we tour Australia? Not yet. Still not yet. Oh man. Uh, I tell you what, like I, I, I flew to Sydney last time you were here because you weren't playing up on the Gold Coast. I literally jumped on a plane, skipped States completely and stayed with a friend. Whereabouts on the Gold Coast do you live? I'm on the Northern end of the Gold Coast. Okay. So yeah, but you were playing, I think it was, Splendor in the Grass, which is way down there, yeah. way down there, and it was already sold out. So I, uh, I got my ass on a plane. I got down there, and I was hoping you'd come back. So uh, come on, man. Yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> I know that's all you can say right now. Eh? It's, no, it's- I, mean, I, I, I just don't want to sound pandering, but I will. Yeah. But I, but I, yeah. but I am fucking actually. It, it's kind of, it's kind of my place. I was, I was trying to move to New Zealand and things and shit like that's been my uh, a goal although you are different places i get that very much so. <laughs> you're you're the continent island of fucking deadly things and they're the the tiny island of safe things hobbits i like that safe shit yeah we can't even go there at the moment mate but oh really no i mean they they, they they've got a good thing going they Way to make yourself look like a paradise, but not getting sick. No, yeah, um, that's it. It's only a rowboat away, man. Like, literally, I, I just get over there and rowboat and come back, you know, but they won't let me. Appreciate you uh, extending the time, and I, I, I don't want to keep you up too long, but uh, it's been an absolute pleasure hanging out with you and talking uh, all things mouse and crazy stuff. And uh, as, a, as a long-term fan, this means a lot that you've helped me through a lot of uh, hard times in my life, man. So, and I can't wait to see you guys down here. The Golden Casket is out now everywhere. Get it. The links are down here. Isaac, take care, brother, and we'll see you soon. See you, man. You take care. Thank you, dude. Thank you. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 